Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Everybody, Bob Stoffer joining you from a place where they're having cold November rain, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Hope you're hanging in there back in E-Town. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We got a lot of show. We're going to get to it coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now. Uh, we will hear from Mike Sullivan, the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Sidney Crosby of the Pittsburgh Penguins and at some point later on in the show uh, 
Dave Tippett, as well as Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Live guests on today's show include Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrusque, Sportsnet's Mark Spector, Spector and Stauffer for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Oilers inside the game analyst Rob Brown, who is a former Pittsburgh Penguins uh, player, star player with the Penguins, scored 49 goals one season for Pittsburgh. Edmonton Oil Kings in action tonight against the Saskatoon Blades and Rogers Place in E-Town. And Matt Robertson, defenseman, second-round pick, signed by the New York Rangers in conversation with Brendan Escott. Lots to get to. Uh, we'll tell you, you can reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion. Embers at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. Uh, you can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. We're on Twitter. At Oilers now, you can tweet me personally. Bob underscore Stoffer. Back at the 630 Chad Studios. Little double dip tomorrow at 630 Chad. Uh, Brendan Escott, who's a big part of this show. Brendan, we got the Oilers against the Penguins from 11-2. to 2, And then a big football game for the Edmonton Eskimos tomorrow as well. Yeah, we most certainly do. It's going to be a jam-packed day on 6.30. Chad, Bob's starting right bright and early, 9.30 in the morning. For the uh, pregame show, now, I don't there any playoff ramifications whatsoever. From the Eskimos' end, I don't believe there is, right? They're going in the crossover. They're going to be the fourth seed out of the West. Um, what about for the Riders? Does this game, uh, could this potentially decide first place in the Western Conference? It most certainly will. If they win this game, they will win the West Division. So they've got plenty to play for. There you go. All right, into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear, where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. It is Crosby against McDavid. They've met six times, and the Penguins have won all six games, despite the fact that Connors had the upper hand, statistically speaking. But Crosby says he gets up to play Connor McDavid. I think I just I get prepared knowing that it's going to be a, a good challenge, you know, knowing that you know you're playing against him, and you know, just knowing what what he can do and, and the game that he plays, um, he has to be aware. I think uh, and prepare accordingly. And uh, it's not just about Crosby against McDavid. It's going to be Melkin against Drysaddle as well. And speaking of Drysaddle, Sidney Crosby had this to say on his emergence. I think, you know, the guys who play against him every night, I think they appreciate and respect, uh, you know, what he brings. And, um, you know, I think... McDavid, you know, deservingly so gets you know gets the attention he gets, but I think everyone recognizes that Tricidal is is a great player in his own right and um, does a lot of lot of you know get both you know with and without the puck. He's a pretty responsible guy defensively too, so um, you know all around his game is, is really strong. Leon Dreisaitl had three goals against Pittsburgh last year. The Penguins won 6-5 in Edmonton in overtime. That was the game where Sidney Crosby danced around Ryan Strom. Darnell Nurse maybe shaded a little too high up and uh, beat, you know, Crosby beat everybody to the hole as he walked uh, Ryan Strom at the end of his shift. And then 
Uh, Oilers net miner Cam Talbot was kind of down and out, and Crosby's lethal on the back end, and the Penguins won 6-5. Oilers actually had a 5-4 uh, lead in that hockey game. It was a strange game. Chason scored two goals for Edmonton in that game. Drysaddle scored two goals. Jamie Alexiak, yes, Jamie Alexiak had two goals for Pittsburgh, and uh, the Penguins won 6-5. That was during a run where Edmonton went 8-2-2. And then the teams met in February, and Drysaddle scored early. Uh, the Oilers uh, gave up a bad goal while on the power play just sort of fell asleep and the Penguins went up 2-1 and then Connor McDavid had a uh, penalty shot and Matt Murray made a terrific save and then the Penguins got an empty netter. The games, as I mentioned, have been really tight between these two teams. As for Mike Sullivan, he is the head coach for the Pittsburgh Penguins and he downplays the head-to-head -head aspect of the matchup between Crosby and McDavid. I, I don't always look at it. I, I know you guys are different than I am, but I, I don't always look at it like it's a Crosby versus uh, McDavid matchup. I know that's uh, you know that's attractive for from a media standpoint, but you know this is the Penguins against the Oilers. It's a team game. Uh, both of those guys are elite players in their own right. They're generational talents. I think when they're on the ice together, you know, from a pure hockey fan standpoint, it's a privilege to watch these guys the way they play the game. And so. Um, but certainly uh, the way I look at it as the coach of the Penguins is that uh, Edmonton's had a real strong start. We like the group that we have. It's, pretty two, it's two pretty good hockey teams uh, that are going to go to battle. And uh, we just got to try to make sure that, that we control what we can uh, to be the best that we can be. Well, how good are the Pittsburgh Penguins right now? They come in with a record of 8-5. and five. The Oilers are 9-4-1, and one, but the Penguins have scored seven goals four times this year. Um, and they get Jenny Melkin back. They're completely healthy. This is how good they are. The other night, Dominic Cahoon had three points against the Flyers. He's a healthy scratch. So they're scratching a guy that had three points the other night. So it's Edmonton and Pittsburgh. Dave Tippett is a former uh, Pittsburgh Penguin. And we're going to go straight into some audio here. This is sort of the opening couple volleys from yours truly uh, regarding, uh, you know, uh, with uh, the focus so much on Crosby and McDavid and the fact that this is a different type of hockey game. Dave, this is a, a marquee matchup uh, for the couple of the top players. I realize we focus on the teams, but it does have a different feel when, the, when yeah. these guys play, and that's just just a, just a thought on that because this will be your first opportunity to coach it. Yeah. But it's not you, you know you've watched this as a as a player from your yeah. playing days over the years. Well, just speaking from uh, let's take myself out of the coaching part of it and into the fan part. When anytime you get to watch great players play against each other, it usually turns out to be a really good game. I remember as a kid, I mean, Bobby Orr used to come on Hockey Night in Canada, and whether you're a Boston fan or not, you always wanted to watch Bobby Orr play. So you get uh, you get top players and in a matinee that uh, you're expecting to see a great game with top players uh, competing against each other, which makes it exciting. Crosby and Malkin for Pittsburgh. Uh, McDavid obviously acknowledged, but has Drysaddle joined that sort of uh, level? I mean, just uh, you mentioned the other night that the different roles he was playing for you, but he's yeah, had a no, he's, start to the he, year. He's had a great start, and he's, I mean, he does so many things in a game that has an impact on it, so he's, uh, he's certainly, I mean, our guys are younger than their guys, but they're both building their resumes, and if, you know, and when all's said and done, if they can have resumes like those two guys on Pittsburgh with cups and trophies and scoring titles, things like that, it would be, it would be nice to see. Hey, what's the toughest part about trying to keep structure on your team when you have guys who tend to play a game sometimes outside of the realm of 
you know, a system and, you know, could freelance and maybe try things that other guys don't try? Uh, well, you have to let players be players because I'm a big believer that you, every player, you got to maximize their potential. So you have to let them be players. But there's also, I think hockey is the greatest team sport there is. So if you don't play well as a team and play with structure with your teammates, and that's especially without the puck, then you're just chasing the game. So uh, our guys have done a great job. They they recognize their responsibility offense and, and playing with the puck and how they have to create. But they've done a nice job of really buying into the structure of how we want to play and bring our goals against down. So it's uh, it's always that fine balance. But you never want to take the creativity away from players. But there you go. That is Dave Tippett, the head coach. That last uh, question was from longtime Penguins broadcaster Paul Stargerwald. This is Bob Stafford joining you. It's 1216 in Edmonton. So it is, uh, you know, Crosby and Melkin. Melkin is going to be back in the lineup. Uh, McDavid and settle for the Oilers. The Penguins with a lot of scoring depth. Uh, the Oilers hoping that they're starting to maybe have a little bit more balance. A couple other notes to tell you. Riley Sheen, who got slobber-knockered on a hit from Pierre-Luc Dubois uh, from the Blue Jackets the other night, did not play the second and third period. He was... Um, fully engaged and in practice today and centering Patrick Russell along with Marcus Granlund, uh, Thomas Yercho remain the uh, the extra forward. The Oilers obviously had McDavid with Drysaddle and Cassian. They had Nugent Hopkins with Karen Gagne. Neil and Chason uh, were with Gaetan Haas. Uh, Joel Person, I think it's fair to say, made a little bit of an impact just in terms of easing the transition game for the Oilers against Columbus. But this is going to be a much better opponent tomorrow against the Pittsburgh Penguins. But Clefbaum with Person. Uh, Darnell Nurse with Ethan Bear. I'm going to circle back to Ethan momentarily. Uh, Benning on the right side with Chris Russell. And Mike Smith's going to start goal, I think, based on. We might, we might have time to squeeze in a quick comment from Mike Smith a little bit later on in today's show as well. Uh, back to Ethan Bear. I put it out on Twitter last Last night, as I was watching the Calgary Flames rally against the National Predators, you know, Ryan Ellis was a heck of a defenseman. He played one full year in the NHL, two partial campaigns, and the Preds signed him to a five-year extension at $2.5 million. And I, I posed the question out there, just threw it out there, said, hey, would you look at potentially getting a long-term, making a bet on Ethan Bear moving forward. And uh, you can jump in and text us as well on our Ashley Fine Floors text line regarding Ethan Bear. Where are you at? Confidence level? Is it too premature to be going ahead and be I mean, he's, he's going to need a contract. The obvious would be to do... Uh, you know, he's going to get qualified. We know that. I mean, he's been a big part of the reason why Edmonton's, you know, when they lost Larson, you thought, uh-oh, here we go. But Ethan Bear stepped up. I know he's got a lot of fans in the market. He's a smart player like Ellis is. He's got skill like Ellis has. And he doesn't play first unit power play yet. And I think there will come a time where Ethan Bear might be able to get some power play time because he's got that offensive dimension in his game. So how would you handle him moving forward? Would you just simply qualify him? Would you do a two-year bridge or conversely do a four- or five-year deal if you could get him at a great price point like Nashville had uh, Ryan Ellis? So on that note, Mr. Escott, uh, we're going to get you to jump back in the fray back at the 630 Jet Studios. So five years, $2.5 million. Now you got to factor in inflation contracts and all that. What would you do if you were uh, Ken Holland with Ethan Bear moving forward? It, I think there's other things that need to be prioritized ahead of that right now. I think they haven't had a guy in on a, an entry-level contract 
contract in quite some time. So, uh, you know, to me, it's. I, I'm saying at the I'm saying at the end of the year. I'm saying at the end of the year. I don't want to take away from the ability to re-sign a Darnell Nurse, so it just—it's an interesting position that we're going to have to monitor. But he's certainly playing well enough right now, as Bear, to to warrant some some hard consideration as as a part of the future core of this team. So, uh, let me put it this way: I wouldn't have to be the one crunching all the numbers to try and figure out how to get all this to work when the time comes. Yeah, well, they're in, you know what? They're in good spot. I think they're in a good spot on the right side because, uh, and maybe not in the next month, but uh, maybe in three weeks from now, they'll be in a better spot because I think Larson's, you know, right on schedule for about six weeks and a potential return sort of in the third to fourth week of November. But, you know, you got Larson at four million bucks. Uh, you got Bear, who looks like he can play, and Bouchard's coming, and I'm fairly confident he's going to be able to help out too. It's going to change the dynamic for the Oilers on the back end. And you bring up a great point. I don't think the nurse, we'll put it this way, the Josh Morrissey deal, I think the nurse camp's going to be looking for more than just that. 12-20 in Edmonton. So, Crosby and Melkin against McDavid and uh, Drysaddle. So here's another question for Ashley Fine Floors text line at 6.30, Is this the Eastern Conference matchup you look to most on the season for the fans? I mean, some of you are Montreal Canadiens fans, some of you are Toronto Maple Leaf fans, but it is, is this the game that's got, is it the marquee game for you, uh, for people listening to a show called Oilers Now? Because I will tell you, for me, it's up there. Like, for me, when I think of, you know, when I look at the schedule and try to figure out, okay, what's, you know, when we get the schedule to start, you know, in the summer, you know, last week of June, first week of July, it's pretty exciting when when you start thinking, okay, we got Crosby going against McDavid, but there's also now Malkin and Drysaddle. So I'd like some thoughts on that as well at 6.30, It is 12.21 in Edmonton. Again, lots of guests to get to on today's show. Uh, when we come back, Brendan Escott will have NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Bob Stauffer joining you from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30, Chet. Thanks, James. Uh, what a start. He's had 11 goals on the campaign for the Oilers. He's leading the NHL with eight power play markers. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Flores text line at 6.30, 6.30. Uh, regarding Ethan Bear, hi, Bob. It's so rare to have a right-hand offensive D-man. The last one that the Oilers really had was Surrey. Ethan has a bigger upside, so yeah, I sign him long-term. Well, just to inform the texter, Sheldon Surrey was a left shot, but I I mean, stuff not to like uh, Sheldon Surrey. Uh, back in the day, you can text us at 630-630. Tiny Ted says, Bob, I'm an Oilers and Bruins fan, but seeing McDavid face off against his childhood heroes by far the game I look forward to most every year. Uh, your pal Kel has texted me at a Red Deer saying, Nashville, Vegas, Boston, Tampa are my marquee measuring sticks for the Oilers. Would it be more marquee, says another texter, if the game wasn't a matinee? Another texter says, Bob, Oilers versus Toronto is the best East-West game of the year. Another texter out of Edmonton disagrees. East or West, this is the marquee game of the year. And V says, Bob, how can Nurse Camp ask for more than Morrissey? Please explain. I think they will. I think they'll factor in... uh 
some of the dimensions that Darnell has, including toughness, maybe maybe a superior skater, but you can also make a strong argument that right now Morrissey has proven to be a little bit more reliable. It'll be interesting. See what happens here moving forward with Darnell Nurse. Darnell's had a good start to the year as well. He's been a big part of the order's success till the season. All right. To NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time every time at elite promotional marketing. Eight, game, eight games tonight, Bob, in the NHL. Vancouver visiting Anaheim and Winnipeg playing the Sharks down in San Jose. John Carlson, David Pasternak, and Leon Dreisaitl named the NHL's three stars of the month of October. In that order, Dreisaitl with 25 points in 14 games. The National Predators signed forward Austin Watson to a three-year extension that pays him $1.5 million per season. He has six points in 13 games this year. The Canucks recalled Sven Berchie from Utica this morning, and that's because Michael Furland landed on the injured reserve with an upper body injury. He was hurt in a fight with Kyle Clifford. The Leafs loan Nick Patan to the AHL's Toronto Marlies, 24-year-old playing in just four games this year with one assist. And Doug Gilmore is leaving his position with the Kingston Frontenac and joining the Maple Leafs as a community representative. He will now work with the likes of Daryl Sittler, Wendell Clark, Cujo, and Darcy Tucker. The Bakersfield Condors start a back-to-back on the road against the Ontario Reign tonight and tomorrow night. The Oil Kings host the South Saskatoon Blades tonight, 7 p.m. Puck drop at Rogers Place. Then the Hitmen from Calgary in town on Sunday at 2 o'clock. U of A Golden Bears off this weekend, back in action against Calgary next weekend. Now, Brendan, I know you, you know I have passion for other sports. Guess what I was doing at 5 o'clock in the morning uh, today? A um, uh, little bit of an early start, 3 o'clock Edmonton time. There might be some guys out there that can figure it out. Rugby? Were you watching rugby? I was watching the All Blacks against Wales, and uh, New Zealand won, and I had to to chuckle. For those listeners that don't know, uh, basically New Zealand is the two-time reigning champions, and I think they hadn't been defeated in something like 13 years internationally and uh in a in a major tournament and it's at one point the uh, play-by-play guy goes to the color guy goes do you think there's any concern that this is the end of a dynasty for new zealand and i'm thinking of myself they've lost one game in 13 years it's i think they're all of their best athletes grow up to my knowledge <laughs> grow up playing rugby i think they're going to be okay but england takes on south africa uh i guess uh saturday very early morning three a.m. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow. I know there's rugby fans that listen to this show. I had to chuckle when I saw that, uh, when I heard that comment last night. And uh, give Wales credit, they battled hard. They don't have anywhere near the amount of uh, players to draw from that the likes of uh, New Zealand or England did. But England's, uh, England's pretty good in rugby. They got a chance to win a World Cup in rugby. I don't know if they're ever going to win one in soccer again. Time will tell. All right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. The big man, Louis DeBrusque. He'll be our Oilers Now headliner for touchback safety when we come back. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.